You only know I'm glad you see through eyes of love. Where would I be? You only know I'm glad you see through eyes of love. People in the hood need to bring the good to the one and the only. They never leave you lonely. It's not a waste of time. That's why I put him in my rhyme. Where would I be? You only know. I'm glad to see through eyes of love. Where would I be? You only know. I'm glad to see through eyes of love. My eyes so blind, I couldn't even see. He filled me with the Holy Ghost and set me free. Baptized in His name, covered in His blood. The same God destroyed the earth, covered by the flood. One word. Surrender to his will. But where would I be? You only know. I'm glad to see through eyes of love. Where would I be? You only know. I'm glad to see through eyes of love. O to the S-E, my name is Rose and I believe it don't matter if you're black, white, Jew or Greek He'll save your soul and make you meek All you gotta do is surrender ready to him and he'll wash away all your sin Live a holy life and bring all glory to him Where would I be? You only know I'm glad to see through eyes of love Where would I be? You only know I'm glad to see through eyes of love So get wrong and praise me Don't be ashamed to praise him Cause God will always be same He loves you more than he ever knows Just as up in the praise Lord Where would I be? You only know I'm glad to see Through eyes of love Where would I be? You only know I'm glad to see Through eyes of love I'm gonna take one second Tell you what it's all about Repented of my sins, been born again Filled with the Holy Ghost and free from sin You can do it too, don't let the devil stop you Press for the mark, kill, change your heart And get a brand new start hey, Where would I be? You only know I'm glad to see Through eyes of love Where would I be? You only know I'm glad to see through eyes of love. T to the I to the E R A. My name is Tiara and I don't play. Cause every single day and every single night, I praise the Lord with all my might. Acts 38, John 3 5. Open that Bible, recognize, repent, be baptized, Jesus' name. Get filled with the Holy Ghost, never be the same. Magnify the Lord, cause He's so worthy. Gotta give Him all the praise and glory. You know, JC, die for you and me. Way back on Calvary. Hey, where would I be? You only know I'm glad to see through eyes of love. Where would I be? You only know I'm glad to see through eyes of love. Lift up your voice and sing for joy. Clap your hands, make a joyful noise. Blow the trumpet and shout. Praise the Father, victory. You know the weapons we use are the bombs and guns. But worship is the way that the battle is won. This is the way that we fight. Praise the Father, victory. Lift up your, Lift up your voice and sing for joy. Clap your hands, make a joyful noise. Blow the trumpet and shout. Praise the Father, victory. You know the weapons we the use. The weapons we use and our bombs and guns. Worship is the way. Worship is the way that the battle is won. This is the way that we fight. Praise the Father, victory. Lift up your, lift up your voice and speak for joy. Clap your hands, make a joy. Blow the trumpet and shout. Blow the trumpet and shout. Praise the Father, victory. The weapons we use, worship is the way, worship is the way we fight, praise the Father victory, lift up your, lift up your voice and 
Praise the Lord. It's been a beautiful day and service, and we're into another good service, and I appreciate each and every one of you. If you'd like to stand with me, I want to read the Word of God. We appreciate our God. He is wonderful and holy. Everybody said amen. amen. You want your mind to be right on the Lord and good faith in Him. I'm reading from the book of Revelation tonight. Revelation chapter 2. Revelation chapter 2 and verse 13. I know thy works and where thou dwellest, even where Satan's seat is, and thou holdest fast my name hast not denied my faith, even in those days wherein Antipas was my faithful martyr, who was slain among you where Satan dwelleth. I'd like you to pay particular attention to that portion of this verse, Revelation 2.13, and thou holdest fast my name. Revelation, same chapter, verse 25, he said, but that which Ye have already hold fast till I come. Revelation chapter 3 and verse 3. Remember therefore how thou hast received and heard, and hold fast and repent. If therefore thou shalt not watch, I will come on thee as a thief, and thou shalt not know what hour I will come upon thee. Everybody said praise the Lord. Verse 11. Behold. I come quickly, hold that fast which thou hast, that no man take thy crown. I'd like to preach for a little while tonight on God hold fast, get some. You may be seated, the Lord bless you. When Jesus gave birth to his church, as recorded in the second chapter of the book of Acts, and his church went forth into all the known world, filling first Jerusalem with the doctrine of Jesus Christ. And having done so, then the Lord arranged it, even through persecution, allowing it to get the church motivated to reach to other peoples in other places. And of course, one of the seven helpers that showed himself faithful and loyal then the Lord separated him, sent him down to a city called Samaria, where people were different and even despised. And they, he began to preach Christ unto them. He began to preach what he was trained and what he had learned at the feet of the apostles who had sat at the feet of Jesus Christ and, and were also beholders of his divine majesty. And so as Philip, not the apostle Philip, but Philip as he preached the name of Jesus Christ, the scripture teaches that when they believed him preaching the name of Jesus Christ, then the Bible teaches that devils were casted out, miracles were done, people found healing for their many different sicknesses that they had. And the Bible further teaches that they were then baptized in water in the name of Jesus Christ. Philip had been trained by the church, by the apostles, who once again sat at the feet of Jesus Christ, whom he had ordained and whom he had sent forth. And now this young man has shown himself faithful. He learned how to make peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and pour the Kool-Aid and the iced tea and the iced water and help the uh, widows that had some form of complaint and felt like they were neglected and overlooked and maybe in some way uh, slighted. But nonetheless, he learned well how to do what he was told to do. And this time came and he stepped out by faith, being sent by the church. And as he did the preaching and the teaching and the witnessing and God's Spirit using him, and the Bible teaches that the apostles had received word. He was communicating with them. And they came down 
the apostles, two of them, and they came to lay hands on the people and pray for them that they might receive the Holy Ghost for as yet he, the Holy Ghost, was fallen upon none of them only. They were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. They were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ because Philip had learned the lesson well at the feet of the apostles. He knew the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. He knew that the name above every name is Jesus Christ. He knew that there was one God and only one God and that you don't carve him up and he is one and his name is one and he brought that one name to that sick, lost, and devil-possessed, despised, and outcast city. And when he brought it there, the Bible said that city was filled with the Holy Ghost and filled with joy and there was great happiness among that city and those people. And of course they weeded out, the apostles did, Philip being a little lacking in experience in certain areas, and they weeded out the unbelieving heart of Simon the sorcerer and had to let him know that money is not what this is about. And uh, somebody said, well, money is the root of all evil. No, it's not, but the love of money is. It's greed. And uh, money is just a medium of exchange. Just as in God's world, his currency is faith. That's his medium of exchange. You're going to get your nice faith credit card, and you can build up your faith in, your, in the Holy Ghost, praying in the Holy Ghost, the book teaches. You can build up yourself on your most holy faith and you can get the Word of God coming into your heart, and that's going to build your faith. And you want your faith account to grow. You want to have a good faith credit score so that you can step out there and do the work of God and help the church to go forward, reaching the lost and the dying. And that's exactly what Philip did. He built up his faith account, and he got sent down into a city, and when he got there, friend, he wasn't at a loss of what what to do or what to say. He brought the name that's above every name to that lost and dying city. And the next thing you know, the devil is being cast out and the sicknesses are being cured and people are being baptized according to the Bible way in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of their sins and the apostles come and the Holy Ghost falls. What a great day it was in that city. We're talking close to 2,000 years ago. And here goes the church. They didn't stop at Samaria. They began to reach out into all the known world. The only place they stopped at was where the Holy Ghost would stop them. And that did happen to the Apostle Paul because evidently things weren't quite ready yet in that part of the world. But God gave him a deep insight as to where to go, and he went, and others went. And they begin to reach people everywhere, bringing to them the message that Jesus Christ had given to them, that there was one gospel, and we're not going to deviate from that gospel. We are not the church of slip and slide. We are the church of hold fast. We are the church of stand fast. We are the church of hold fast past and prove all things and hold on to that which is good. We're not playing slip and slide around here. God knows how to keep us and God knows how to keep his church and he always has for almost 2,000 years. His church has continued to hold fast to the doctrine and the teaching of the Lord Jesus Christ and bringing that message to men and women, boys and girls of all races and all nations and all continents. Bringing them the same message because we've got hold fast and if you don't have it get some this is the place Amen. the Bible teaches in the book of Psalms Psalm 18 I believe it is in verse 36 he said thou hast enlarged my steps unto me that my feet did not slip that my feet did not slip said the same thing in 2 Samuel 22, that my feet did not slip. The Lord is interested in you holding fast, in you standing fast. He's interested in you being a part of that which 
he has launched in Acts chapter 2, that which he gave birth to and launched it. He sent his church forth. I have nothing but pity for people who believe that God's church was destroyed somewhere in the third and the fourth or fifth or whatever century. Let me tell you, God's church has never been destroyed. He said the gates of hell would not prevail against it, and you can take that theory and flush it right down the toilet because it doesn't jihad with God's word whatsoever. God has a church, and God sent that church, and God has protected that church through thick and thin, and he always will. He always will. And it wasn't a bunch of deceivers and hybrid people who, so-called preachers who restored truth to the church. That's a bunch of nonsense. Let me tell you something. Jesus Christ invested the truth in his people, in his church, and he raised up his church, and he ordained his church, and he sent forth his church, and his church has continued all of these centuries, bringing the word of the Lord to people everywhere. You can, you can look at it through very narrow eyes, and you can poke fun, and you can say, where is this, and where is that? And one guy said to me, he said, well, if the church was there, then why didn't they win this guy, and this guy, and this guy, and this guy, and named all these preachers of history, so-called. And I said, then how if, if that line of thinking has got any merit to it, then you tell me why you're not winning this one and this one and this one and this one in our century because they're deceivers. That's why they're not of the Holy Ghost. They're not of the Spirit of the Lord. They do not have the truth. They do not love the truth. I would to God they did, but they have shown themselves not to. Amen. I want to remember the war broke out in heaven. There were people that turned against, there were angels that turned against God and followed the wrong spirit. And that's what has brought all the literal hell and havoc to planet earth. And he has continued to go as a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. You don't have to let the devil eat your lunch. You tell him, I'm born again of water and spirit. I'm going to hold fast to that which is good. I'm baptized in Jesus' name. I have the Holy Ghost. I'm in God's church. I've got joining hands in a common faith and a common salvation and a heritage that stretches back to Acts chapter 2 and beyond if you want shadows and types. Amen. Everybody said, praise the Lord. Yes, sir. The only problem, some people just, uh, they need some hold fast. They need to get some of that. They need, to, they need to get a good grip on this message and on this truth. And the generations that are coming up, it's good to see 9 and 10 and 11 and 12 and 15 and 16-year-olds coming along and learning the message Listen, we'll, we'll preach it to you, and we'll sing it to you, we'll rap it to you, we'll witness it to you, we'll, sun it, we'll frappuccino it for you, we'll give you a latte with it any way you want it, but it's going to be the message, and it's not going to change, and we're going to, by the grace of God, hand it down to generation after generation after generation, and we're going to hold fast to this message. He's going to make our feet that we do not slap. We do not slide. You know, slipping, to slip or is variations, derivatives in the scripture 14 times, and it means to move quietly, even in a stealthy manner. And uh, it's, a, it's a smooth thing. It's a gliding kind of thing. And it's a, it's a, uh, Shall we say a, a way of leaving one spot and moving to another, sometimes in an accidental manner, sometimes, as I said, in a very stealthy manner, an imperceptible manner. It's, it happens and you, you not even realize and it's happening. I've got people that uh, one time preached the Word of God from Genesis to Revelation preach the truth of the scriptures, witness the truth of the scriptures, and then only to, in mid-stride, seemingly in mid-stream, in mid-step, in mid-stroke, would seemingly have a change about them. And now that which they did, they no longer do. And it's not necessary 
and moving on in a different direction. You know, when you start to slip and you start to slide, you begin to lose your balance and you begin to go in a different direction. This is not the church of slip and slide. This is the church of hold fast. This is the church that Jesus told them in Galatians to stand fast in the liberty wherewith you have been set free. You don't let go of this. You don't chuck this to the wind and you don't do it in some smooth imperceptible inch by inch manner here you don't let your direction get changed you don't make is it not written do not err let me tell you a slippage and a slidage is an error you don't want to get involved with error and be led away or slip away with the error of the wicked the apostle Paul was in the boat people that he had warned of the storm impending. And uh, they wouldn't listen to him. They followed in a greedy manner after other people's ideas, and their motivations were wrong. And they went about on this journey, and the Apostle Paul was bound to the journey because of them. And when he found himself in the midst of the storm, he did what works. He prayed. He talked to God. And he got an answer from God. And God said, you tell them I'll save every last living one of them if they'll stay with the ship. If they'll stay with the church, if they'll stay with the program, they'll stay with the message, if they'll hold fast. But you know what happened right in the midst of that. Here goes a few little people, and they're slipping, 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 and sliding on the deck and getting over to the little dinghy boats, and they're going under color. The Bible said that meant under pretense. Oh, we're just checking to make sure they're okay. We want to make sure the ropes are okay. We want to make sure they got oars and life jackets. And next thing you know, they're getting in those boats, and the Apostle Paul had to deal with them. They, under pretense, they were trying to slip away, slip over the side. Let me tell you, we're not the church of slip and slide. You hold fast. You stay with the truth. You stay with the church. You stay with the message. No matter what the storm is like, no matter how the clouds are, no matter what you're observing in your natural eye, you think spiritually. You stay with the book. Stay with chapter and verse. You hold fast. Everybody said, praise the Lord. Be seated. You want to, you don't want to find yourself in a less favorable position. When you start sliding, you're in a less favorable position. We don't want to lose, you don't want to lose favor with God. We need, one place did speak about them that fail for the grace of God. We don't want to fail for His grace. We don't want to fall short of His grace and the promises that follow His grace. We're not looking to get ourselves in a less favorable position or a less worthy condition. We don't want that. Paul said, I've learned in whatsoever state or condition I find myself therewith to be content. Whether I'm full or empty, whether it's all going to my to my back the wind or it's all in my face. He said, whatever the condition is that I find myself, I've learned to be content because the bottom line is that I've got the truth. I've got the everlasting gospel. I have the message. I link all the way back to Acts chapter 2 and I'm holding hands with great men and women of God and I'm not going to let go. I'm going to stand fast. I'm going to hold fast. I'm going to hold fast the profession of our faith, Hebrews said. I'm not going going to let go of this confidence that I have so that I can come boldly, confidently to the throne of God and He's going to be there. He's going to help. He's going to bless. He's going to encourage. He's going to do some holding. He's going to hold up my hands. He's going to keep my feet that they do not slip. Amen and amen. Everybody said praise the Lord. Everybody said hallelujah. One of the sad things is a characteristic, a symptom, shall I say. Job 12 and 5 said that he that is ready to slip, and he likened him, he said, is. His condition is that he's like a person that despises a lamp in the darkness. That's the frame of mind. That's where a person's spirit can get. There are people that begin to slip and begin to slide to where they they don't into the darkness to where they don't want.
They despise the light. They don't want to be rebuked. They don't want to be corrected. They don't want reproof. They don't want the preaching. They begin to, to despise that. They begin to shrink away from that. They begin to slip away and, and, and try to go undercover somewhere. Let me tell you something. You don't want to start despising conviction. You, want to be, you don't want to find yourself past feeling. You want to hear what God has to say. You want him to talk to you. You want him to shake you if necessary. You want him to rebuke you because the Lord loves them that he chastens. You don't want to find yourself in a loveless condition. You want the love of God and the love of God demands that sometimes he corrects you and open rebuke is better than secret love your Bible teaches you want to hold fast to instruction you want to pull the word of God to you you want to pull the correction to you you want to hear what thus saith the Lord you want that Psalm 17 and 5, he said that my footsteps slip not. God's not wanting you to slip, not at all. But there are, there are those that find themselves in Psalm 35 and 6 situation. And that's where it said that let, the, let them start slipping into darkness. You don't want to, that's where slipping goes to and sliding goes to. It heads into the darkness. It never goes towards the light. You're not going to get to heaven by accident. You're not just going to slip into heaven. You're not just going to slide just barely by. God's not in the slip and the slide business. I'm telling you, God's in the hold fast business. Have you got some hold fast? If you don't, then get some. You're in the right place. You're in the place where God can give you some stickability. That God can give you the opposite of the slip and the slide. Where God can give you faithfulness. God can give you loyalty. God can cause your feet not to slip. God can lead you and will into the light, into the bright light and away from the darkness. He causes great light to spring up to show you the way wherein you should go so that you can be in his favor and not find yourself slipping away from his favor. Let me tell you, those doors don't open by coincidence. Those good things in your life aren't happening by coincidence. You better understand there's some gifts of the Spirit. You better appreciate the administration you're under and the blessings that come through the church of the living God. Everybody said amen. Everybody said praise the Lord. David said one time that his feet well nigh slipped. He said, man, I came so close. And why did that happen, David? Because I got envious at the wicked. I got to looking outside. I got to looking outside. You know, I'm always hearing people talk about uh, we need to get outside of the box. No, you don't. You need to look what's inside the box. You're not paying attention. Inside that box-like tabernacle was the bread of God, the light of God, the prayer of God, the holiest of holies, where the ark was, where the mercy seat was, where the cherubims were, where the presence of the Lord was. You better pay more attention to what you got. Lest it slip away. You don't want that. Hebrews 2 and 1, he said, therefore, we ought to give the more earnest heed. We ought to sit, sit up and pay more attention. I told one of the kids the other day, one of the little girls, I going out with her aunt, and I kept calling her name to say goodbye. She wasn't, and I said, hey, get the wax out of your ears. Turn around, huh? Well, I had a brother here not too long ago. He told me he went and got all the wax out. I don't know if he's hearing any better, but I sure hope so. He told me there was a whole bunch of it and it hurt to get it out. Well, you know what? Yes, it does sometimes hurt. And uh, I had to, one of the young men, I had to deal with his aunt. I'm afraid she got a little mouthy and she made the mistake of getting on the phone with me. When I got done with her, I think she resembled chopped liver and then ran it through the blender, pureed it. And so he told her, he said, uh, he said, how you feel? He said, burns, don't it? She said, yeah. Yeah, I ain't got any more smart out calls from her anymore. Let me tell you something. Truth is truth. And when God is producing young people who aren't out fornicating and they're not out stealing 
and they're not behind jail cell bars and in the system and got a record you better thank your living stars that God is your God you better thank God for his living stars being the angels you better thank God for everything he's put in your life and that he's helping you to stay, hold fast to stay fast to keep yourself on the rock to stand fast in the liberty living for God and working to a standard is, is a liberty it is not a legalism it is a liberty you better thank God for the guidelines of discipline that keep you from going right or left or backwards and help you to continue to face forward and go forward on the straight and the narrow that leads to eternal life. Amen. Be seated. The Lord bless you. Say, well, you know, that's not very nice of you. Yeah, well, you mess with one of my youngins and you may not think I'm so nice then. Some guy told me on the phone one time he was trying to steal money from the church. And he, and he, he, uh, he said, when, he, when I got done delaying him a little bit, he said, uh, he said well, you, you need to do like Jesus. I said, how's that? He said, you just need to lay down and take it. I said, no, see, I'm the other Jesus. I'm the one that tips the tables over and makes a whip and, and spanks you. Said, That's the Jesus I am. You ever read about that in the Bible? Oh, well, you know, he want to change the subject and get off the phone then. You know, they, they, they want to make us some kind of doormat. They, they want to, because we have the truth that we're just supposed to lay down here. You may whip me, but not with my cooperation. I will duck, and I will bob and weave, and somewhere along the line is a big angel that's going to drop one right on your life, and you're going to wood the God that you got in the church, and you held fast, and you didn't mess around with the slipping and the sliding people. Find yourself in darkness when you could be in the light. Somebody, Pastor Hopper said it this morning about people want to act so smart aleck and wise guy and have so much to say until they find themselves facing death. And then the closer they get to that, the, the voice dies down. And then they start thinking about, oh, oh, well, you know, as he said, you don't have to wait till then. And it's not usually very wise to wait till then. It's a whole lot better for you to awake and awaken to righteousness and sin not. And, and hold fast the profession of your faith and cast not away your confidence but hold fast to it hold on to what this Bible teaches and your place in your faith in and don't let anything come along and undermine you don't let anything start causing you to slide and to slip in wrong directions to where you start getting into darkness your mind gets clouded you're headed towards being some kind of reprobate unusable and unqualified by God hand to the plow and looking back and not good for nothing hear me tell you God is called called you to live for him. God's called you into a church, into a congregation of the mighty, into the general assembly and church of the firstborn and the spirits of men, just men that are made complete. You want to be with an innumerable company of angels. You want to be in the mountain of God. You want to hold fast. Stand strong. Don't let go. Don't back up. Don't give up. Don't let up. And let me tell you, people who let down are in for a big letdown want this message strong in your heart. Everybody said praise the Lord. So the writer, he said, well, I almost slipped. I well nigh slipped. It was a close thing. Looking at the wrong things. Following the wrong things. Envious at the wrong things. People who are envious are people who are not content. Be content with such things as you have, John the baptizer said. Be content. Be so happy about what the Lord has done for you. Be rich towards God. You don't have to be rich in this world according to their definition of that. The church's definition of that is very different. We are not training young people to look to the world for their role models. We do not want them to look and take the world for the celebrities 
for their role models. We want them to look inside the box. We want them to look to the high priest and to the Levites and to all of those that are in the congregation that are strong and holding fast and living for God, holding up their hearts with their hands uncompromisingly in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Let me finish. Let me close. Let me stop. But let me say to you that Revelation right at the end, the last book of the Bible, and somebody said, well, all the churches didn't get a very good report. Let me tell you, their bad report is a whole lot better than anybody's good report in the world because nothing happens until you get born again. You don't even count. You don't even get counted until you're born again, baptized in Jesus' name, filled with the Holy Ghost, and made a part of the body of Christ, bone of his bone, flesh of his flesh, and it is for whosoever will. So you got to start getting there. You got to hear the message and hold it. Get some hold fast. If you don't have it, get it. Let God give it to you. Get this experience to where you will not look back, but you will be coming under that banner that says, You're holding fast my name. There are people that will not baptize in Jesus' name that used to. Or we'll do it what they call either way. Well, what did the writer say? That other way is no way. That other gospel is not the gospel. There is the way, and he is the truth, and he is the life. He brought it. He exampled it. He came straightway up out of the water, and the heavens were open. The Spirit descended upon him, showing you how to be born again of water in the Spirit. And you must do that, as the preacher said this morning. You must be born again. That means you must be baptized in Jesus' name and filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost. Just like they were in Acts 2, Acts 8, Acts 10, Acts 19. And from straight on right to this second, we're going to hold fast. This is the church of hold fast. You got some? If you don't get some, just get in here and sit down. We'll preach to you and teach you. And you'll get some. Because we're not in a shortage here and we're not rationing it neither. Jesus said, what I'm going to do, I attach the word to it abundantly. I'm going to give it an abundant here. It's not going to, well, somebody said they showed a picture in, in maybe a Pictionary Bible. I hate to cuss that because that's a really good little thing for kids. But it showed that when the children of Israel, the water came out of the rock, it showed a little trickle. A little trickle and they go and bring their cups and get a little drink of water. No, 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 no. The water's gushed out. It was a river. God's not doing anything on a small scale, a little itty bitty scale. God's got a church that the Bible said they're going to be around him in a multitude, his throne, dancing and worshiping and praising and magnifying him because they held fast his name against all pressure. Once again, I will tell you, in conclusion, there are those that would tell you that you don't have to worry about anything, that you're going out of here. I'm telling you, God's going to have a church that is going to stand against the Antichrist. They're going to witness the name of Jesus. They're going to continue to baptize in the name of Jesus. Somebody said, well, that's going to be the Jews. You don't read your Bible very well. It's neither Jew nor Gentile. We're all one in Christ. At this absolutely day, it started with them, and it's going to end with them. I don't doubt that, but it's always been that God's had everybody involved, and you better believe it. It had to have a starting place, and it will certainly have an ending place, but God's going to be bringing people in from all over the earth, and they're going to stand as a church worldwide universally hate of all men for his name's sake but he's going to have a church that holds fast his name against the beast and against his mark and the writer said they will have gotten a victory over it we have no sad sack story here tonight and we're not trying to get in some dinghy called a, a second third fourth or eighth rapture not even a bible word I'm going for the first resurrection. Thank you very much. I want to be in the first resurrection. Blessed and holy is he. Have part in the first resurrection. And there will be people that have part in that, that stood against the Antichrist, that stood against the beast in his mark, and had victory and held fast his name, and shall receive a crown of life. Because they held fast. They wouldn't slip. They wouldn't slide. They stayed in God's favor. They held their position. Let us lift our hearts with our hands. Let us love the Lord. 
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I'm glad to be in the church of Holdfast. You got some Holdfast? If not, get some. You need this. You need it more than milk. Or any dairy product, for that matter. Come on and worship. Let's begin to gather around the front. I'd like you to get the Holy Ghost tonight. If we haven't baptized you yet, in the name of Jesus Christ, we want to. Come on. Come on. 